Spotify very clearly has a master plan. Let's talk about it. Okay, so I am a Spotify user. Uh, I'm a Spotify premium subscriber. I'm also an Apple Music user and an Apple Music premium subscriber. Call me crazy. Uh, I've been paying a lot of attention lately to the decisions that Spotify particularly has been making. Um, I think that they have a grand plan that is a little bit deeper than what meets the eye. So everybody knows Spotify's music company. They're a music streaming service. They were the first major music streaming service to enter the marketplace and really dominate. And they have. As of quarter, the second quarter of 2018, they have around 80 million uh, paid premium subscribers. The second biggest competitor is Apple Music with only 40 million paid premium subscribers. They have, Spotify has over double the market share of their next closest competitor. They are, by all accounts, the 800-pound gorilla in the room. But that's just streaming. That's just music consumption. I think that what Spotify really is in the business of is understanding the social aspect and the consumer behavior of people as it relates to music. And you can really get a sense of this if you take into account the purchases and the, and the acquisitions and the partnerships that they have made in the last five years. I've got a few written down here. So let's just take a look at what they've done. In 2014, they purchased a company called the Echo Nest. It's a music discovery tool. 2015, they purchased a company called Seed Scientific. It's advanced data analytics. 2016, they bought a company called Crowd Album, and what this company does is it aggregates music and video from social media posts across the internet, all publicly shared, and matches it against data that they have based on artist consumption, and they use that to provide information to the artists on their platform so that those artists can better engage with their fans. In 2017, they bought a company called Sonanalytic, Sonalytic, excuse me, uh, it's an audio detection startup for matching songs with other songs that are similar so they can curate playlists better to better serve their consumer base. In 2017, they also bought a company called Soundtrap, which is an online studio and collaboration startup. It's basically a uh, digital audio workstation that exists online, allowing you to create music with somebody from across the globe. In 2018, they announced their uh, strategic minority investment uh, into DistroKid, which is a music publishing service, as you all know. And in 2019, they announced their, their purchase of Gimlet Media and Anchor, both of which are podcasting services. So in, on the surface level, they are heavily investing into audio, not just music, but audio, both music and podcasting. And they've also incorporated video. But underneath that, what they're really doing is they are seeking to understand music consumption behavior and the integration of the social element that music inherently possesses. And I think that is why they continue to win, and I think it's why they're going to continue to win. Are they going to continue to try to put people out of business? 
maybe yeah I mean that's maybe not that may not be their specific goal but I think they are going to continue to try to dominate all things audio I wouldn't be surprised if one of these companies that they uh, have purchased is a means of beating Shazam at music identification and discovery or they might just end up buying Shazam uh, they announced a thing in 2018 called stations by Spotify which is ostensibly the exact format that Pandora uses. So they're probably going to end up beating Pandora at their own game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if in the future we don't see them become the strategic partner for a, for a monolithic social network like Facebook or Instagram owned by Facebook to be the music streaming and integration tool of choice. I really think that Spotify is in the business of understanding the music consumption behavior of its listeners and that is why they continue to win and I think that if you look at all of their decisions through that lens you can see why they're winning and probably be able to understand and predict where they're going to continue to go. I don't think they're necessarily always going to be investing in the surface level music consumption tool if you really pay attention, what they're investing in is the deeper level understanding of how people engage with, consume, listen to, and share music with each other. Because the more they can understand that, the more they can deliver music to each individual listener that they will like and keep them engaged on their platform. And a happy listener is a happy customer, and that makes for a profitable company.